Hello, my loves. I am Wildly, and today, when I'm recording this, is April 30th, which happens to be my birthday. So I thought I would celebrate by releasing a bonus episode of the podcast featuring a couple. And I do eventually want to add weekly episodes of couples and moresomes, along with a few other show ideas I have. Um, If you want to know more, I am actually launching a Patreon today that has details of four other sex podcasts I eventually want to launch under the goals section. So if you like the show and you want to show your support, you can become a love warrior for just $2 a month. Uh, Patreon is a platform to support creators that you like. There are some other options on there as well. I'll let you go check them out if you want to at patreon.com slash Y-O-L-E. So that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash W-Y-O-H-L-E-E. And there will be a link in Instagram and also at sexstoriespodcast.com. So between recording, editing, uploading, the nude shoots that I do for the collage and the collage itself, I spend probably about 15 to 20 hours a week on this show. And I do want to do more. So it is my birthday. Uh, It would be an awesome gift if that's up your alley. But also just sharing the podcast, rating it, reviewing it in iTunes and just listening is amazing. And I am so deeply grateful for this community that we are building together and just am so glad you're listening. So I promise to keep these pitches short and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my loves. You are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we practice talking about our sex lives in an effort to have better sex all over the whole wide world. And today is a very special episode because I have with me here my very first couple, Sam and Alice. Welcome, guys. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. So I guess I want to start off. I have no idea how I want to start off. Let's see. I would like to start off first hearing from each of you about your early memories around sex, and then we'll see where we go from there. Amazing. So Alice, do you want to start? Yeah. So my earliest memories around sexuality I remember being a very turned on and horny child I remember humping one of my friends probably when I was like a live person yeah okay um, versus a stuffed <laughs> yeah. animal or I don't know yeah dog cat. I would just remember us and it was I was very young like very very young I mean maybe I don't know maybe seven or eight or just like really little. And I just remember us like humping and not really knowing like what we were doing. Um, But just feeling that, you know, like orgasmic energy. And did you know that it was sexual at the time or did you ever get messaging from adults around like what is sexual or what is not? No, (laughs) definitely not. It was just like, I had no idea. It was just like a pure energy kind of thing that I think her and I just like, and like pillows. Like I was always like, <laughs> I was always, um, <laughs> go on <laughs> how I remember. I'm sure I wasn't always, I'm sure I did many other things as a child, but <laughs> I definitely was like, you know, humping my bed. And I had this pen that, that like, it was like a, it was a, it was a swirl pen oh, that had, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? It was like, yeah, it like yeah. Sw- made these squiggle lines. It was like an art I love thing. Those. Yeah. But it, Spirograph. Yeah. But it vibrated. I yeah. had one that vibrated. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you, and it had like different levels and it would 
make her squiggle different sizes. Exactly. <gasps> so I used, I remember I used that. Your first but it was always like, I. <laughs> That's how they should have marketed those totally. to children. <laughs> Your daughter's first vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, those are probably my earliest. I have other young age. I could go on okay. and on. So I'm going to pause there. What about you, Sam? Well, I think it, we should also just say that both Alice and I grew up very unsupervised kind of childhood. Mm-hmm. So there weren't a whole lot of messages one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But geez, for me, I I was also a very horny kid. And I think I was sexualized a little bit younger. I, I always had older friends. I always mm-hmm. had friends that were like three or four years older. So when they were getting into dirty magazines, I was probably younger than most kids that start getting into like dirty magazines and stuff like that. I don't. So, but like four or five or like, no, no, not like four or five, but no, like second grade, third grade, you know, definitely by fourth grade, I was, I was, I probably had a stash. Like we had a tree house, you know, that had a bunch of dirty magazines. And oh my gosh. I just, you just sparked <gasps> a memory so in my house, in my house. You sparked a memory in my mind that I, a boy went down on me for the first time in my tree house. And I don't think I've said that on the podcast. Wow. What a cool <laughs> moment. Anyway, I just had to show that. How old were you? I was 17. <laughs> I think. But yeah. still. Maybe 16. No, I was 16. I was 16. Yeah. Cause I didn't go to prom as a senior. It was, it was prom night. Oh, well, I, my problem I ended be. in a treehouse. <laughs> Epic all around. <laughs> no, we were really young. I was really young anyway. And I remember the there was a Bo Derek, I think it was Playboy spread when she was in that movie 10, mm. when she had the cornrows. Yes. And that's, first of all, how old I am. But also, it was like when it was new. Mm-hmm. Like we got it somehow. And we had that was part of our stash. And I... I remember the older boys had a different response to it. To me, it was just more like something naughty. And I was just into doing anything that I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. I think it was later when it actually started being like a turn on and I started masturbating. But I started masturbating with a vibrator. Really? <gasps> Tell me the details of that, please. Like, I will. where did the vibrator go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was this vibrator that, uh, my mom had and before you get excited it was like one of those like 1960s kind of massage vibrators that had like springs that would go across your hand and then it had a vibrating engine like on the top of your hand this big heavy like engine and a big thick plug that plugged in and so the (laughs) the 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 engine would vibrate on the top of your hand to like assist in massaging or something I mean, that sounds and I used, so good. Very it, it, but it was a very <laughs> strong, you know, it was like a hardwired vibrator. Yeah. So I used to flip it over and I would put my cock like against like the end of it, like yeah. not on the engine, but like the, like the part that held the engine. It was this, I can almost feel it now. Wow. And that would give me an orgasm. And I know that I was pretty little because... I would have an orgasm with no ejaculation Mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then eventually there was just like a little like clear ejaculation. And that went on for a long time. But um, yeah, that was like, that was my jam for a long time when I, when I first masturbated. So I'm thinking, is it best to get into like 
partnership stuff together. No, here we go. So can you tell us a little bit about how long you guys have been together? And I would just like to hear a little bit about your sex life together. And then maybe if there's stuff from the past that comes up as part of that, uh, maybe it would be organic to share that way. What do you think? Yeah, great. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) How long have you been sexual partners and off and on is fine too? Like if it's. Yeah. For years. Yeah. (laughs) And lifetimes. Yeah. (laughs) Energetically lifetimes. I mean, technically about two and a half years. Well, that's like two and a half years, like on the level, but there were moments here and there for years before that. We've known each other for many years. It sounds like it might be fun to unpack that for our listeners <laughs> as much as it feels comfortable. Yeah. And I mean, in in regards to just a general statement about our sexual connection and our sex life is that it's fucking amazing. And um, just satisfying on many different levels beyond the physical, but for sure something that I think we both feel like in time is also deepening and getting better, but is also kind of like the best sex that we've ever had. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like every time we have sex, it's not just the best sex that I'll speak for myself that I've had, but it's like the best sex anyone has had. (laughs) Well, I I felt that way with my master. Like Like, I used to feel that way. I I know that feeling. Yeah. Like you're just like, Oh my God. Can you tell us a little bit about like, yeah, like specifically like what it feels like in your body or what you do or what, what the connection, like, what is it that makes good sex? I was saying yesterday, just last night when we were making out and having a, having a really sweet and intimate moment that. Which moment? One of the. (laughs) Which moment? (laughs) Last (laughs) night we were in bed and. We were making out and I just had this sense and this feeling of how erotic you are. Like there was just like, I could really feel his erotic nature, just like his whole body and your whole being. And I was just really tuning into that and feeling so grateful for that and feeling like how I could sense into that in any part of you. Like if I'm like, Looking in your eyes, I can like sense into that. If I'm kissing you, my tongue, it's like I've had an orgasm in my mouth, on my tongue, what? in my what heart, on my breasts, in my solar plexus, clitoris, like so many, like my knee, I feel like could have an orgasm. If like, I mean, that hasn't happened yet, but you know, like there's I just so know. much. <laughs> I was totally going to go down on the back of your knee last night. Yeah. Oh, I think it was during that same time of the conversation. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a strong body. I think we're both really in tune. We've done a lot of work in our lives, tuning into our actual bodies yeah. physically and su- and subtly with the work that we do. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is part of it is that there just is a really deep body awareness. Um, and that I think for me at, at, at the core of all of us is this deep, sensual nature. But how, okay. I have so many questions. (laughs) When you first met, did you feel that connection or is it something that grew? I know you said it continues to grow over time. And do you think that in order for people to have that type of sex, do they have to be that 
like dropped into their own selves and their own bodies and their own partners? Like, do you think that sort of like connection is required for this intensity of sex? No, I think it's, I think that that's a unique thing for us. I think that, you know, people can have all kinds of awesome and powerful, unique experiences of, of, of deep sex. I think for us, there definitely has been a deep energy of that. I feel like from almost when we met, um, it was, you know, we were both in other relationships on and off through the years. And there's been different circumstantial things as to why we couldn't really express Mm. and explore that with each other. I think that might be part of it is that I feel like we have both in our own way spent a lot of time like masturbating, thinking about each other, like (laughs) years. Mm. And I think that that's probably part of it too, is that before you ever did anything together or like kind of, was there an in-between moment or there's, if you feel comfortable sharing, I think it would help people like understand. For me, it was, I didn't feel that. And like, I felt a strong attraction to you initially, but it wasn't because of circumstances. It was like, I didn't allow myself to go there in a a certain way, just because of the circumstances. We were in. Yeah. 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 And so it was even like, yeah, I just didn't even, I just was like, oh, this, this man seems really cool. And like, just see it. Like there was a very familiar soul, soulmate energy, but yeah. you know, soulmates, I don't think you're always supposed to have sexual relationships with, totally. even if there is sexual energy. It's yeah. like, yeah. I don't, I have that connection with lots of people if I let myself, you know? Yeah. So I think that that was a part of it. And then at some point for me, it did shift. There was like a, there was like something thing just energetically and this was after years of being friends and something really shifted at Mm -hmm. some point where then it just and then we hadn't done anything and I was definitely like having a lot of you know dreams or just fantasizing or you know all of that because it just something really awakened in me that I it became so strong I think that I couldn't it just overtook it just like overtook my boundary and anything that I was trying to hold on to. That was my experience. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. And, you know, to answer your question, you know, we had kind of stuck our toe in, so to speak. Mm. I don't think I had actually stuck my toe in, but. (laughs) I don't think you've ever stuck your toe in. I've totally, I've totally stuck my toe in. I totally have. We have have two items added to your bucket list. (laughs) Oh my God. Going down on me. Toe stuck in just in case, just to clear the air, just I've in case. I totally t- stuck my toe in. Well, I don't remember, so it needs to happen again. <laughs> How do I not remember when? Um, this needs to happen again. But there was like, we had stuck our toe in figuratively, but enough that, like. Which details, what's the details of that? Let's like, paint the picture. Like coming in your mouth. Oh, okay. And, and I was also I just thinking couldn't... just dry humping, even. Like, oh, yeah. when our first. Initial thing was like dry humping. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh my god, yes, talk about that. That's dry I think humping. Dry humping can be so hot. Mm-hmm. Dry Especially humping is when the it's like best when it's leading up to and yes. you don't have it and you're like maybe not supposed to. Or, and I think that that part of you, like what he, you were just saying, of like that buildup of energy, then like that's like an amazing thing to do in relationship. I think yes. even if you're in a relationship for a long time or you know as foreplay to like really see if you can practice tuning into that with your clothes on yeah. and like really generating and building that I mean, energy. We didn't up. even kiss. Yeah, we didn't kiss either. Really? The first no. thing you did Pre- was finger me. Yeah. And I was and I I basically forced him to. 
I basically like can't want to do it. I said, if you don't finger me, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I think like something along those lines. Like I was just like, you have to finger me right now, or like it was like a threat. Like it was probably it's like actually saying it out loud is almost like maybe like not okay. Like if the genders are reversed, yeah. Like it actually is like not even okay. I think what I did, yeah. But I don't think that you had a problem with it, but. It was that intense. It was just like so much buildup. My pussy was just always wet. If I like, he was around. It was just like I was just dripping. And so I just was Whoa. like, if you don't put a finger in me, like I'm gonna literally lose my mind. I think that that was what I said. Something like that. And how did you feel? How do you remember feeling when you got that level of intensity? <sighs> well, let, I mean, let me keep it on the sexual level. Um, just super powerful just super uh, I mean the energy was super powerful and like fingering you for the first time was so hot and just so um, I remember it so distinctly what it felt like didn't we kiss when we were outside in the snow in the woods no we did it, but no. something happened. What happened when we were there? That was before I did that. That was the same weekend. I think I stuck my hand down your pants. Yeah, I think so. I think I stuck just stuck my hand down your pants. And I remember then Wait, the finger- for fingering or not fingering, but not it just it a little wasn't, bit, it just like a finger like, tuck in the like. It was like a tease. Yeah, it was like a about, and then that was what then led to the moment of me being like. Like yeah. a, the next day. Yes, I think that's yes, that's what it was. Important context. That's yeah. what it was. Yes. yes. And then the fingering went on. We still didn't kiss. Then we were in a car like the next day, and there was lots of again dry humping and fingering. And I remember While you driving saying, or like no, okay. we were parked at okay. a beach. Okay. And I remember you saying how much you liked the way my pussy smelled. And I remember it felt so good to hear that that I almost cried because mm. no one had ever said that to mm. me. And I think I've held a lot of shame which I'm sure a lot of women can relate to about the way your pussy smells and even like squirting and I feel like I've shared this with you a while about like having shame around squirting because I've had men be like you pissed my bed and you know and be like I don't think I did not men it happened once I'm squirting all over town but you know it did happen once when I was younger and I was with this man who was a lot older than me I was in high school probably 15 or something and I remember we were like getting it on and I, I, it wasn't during sex, it was getting fingered. And yeah, I remember I squirted. And at the time I wasn't like super like, oh, I can squirt and this is awesome, I, this feels great. I didn't great. know squirting was a thing until no. a couple of years ago. I didn't totally know yeah. like what was happening, but yeah. I knew I didn't pee. Like yeah. I wasn't, and I remember like he was drunk and I was like kind of stoned, but I wasn't drunk. And I just remember I was like, I didn't, I, that wasn't pissed, but like, I don't really know what it was. And like, and I just remember he was like, a, such a dick about it. And I got like really embarrassed. Oh. And then I just remember for years when I would even, I'm like, my nipples are hard for some reason talking about it. Even yeah, I'm like, getting turned on just yeah. thinking about That's the way your pussy smells. <laughs> I'm like, I know I, that there's like, there's like this animal part of me that could just like smell your pussy right now, like beyond my, <laughs> my conscious awareness. And I'm like turning into a werewolf. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> totally. So, yeah, it, it was, uh, and I remember when you said that it was really healing for me, actually. And I think that's an important element to talk, to say, too, that about our sex is that it's really healing. And yeah. it's been, I won't speak for you, but I know for me and a little bit I do know about you is that our sexual connection also has brought a lot of liberation to our sex, like, 
personal sexual connections. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Like yeah. together has liberated a lot of our own shame Your around own connection to your sexual being. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and shame. Like yeah. there's been, you know, yeah. a lot of, for me, a lot of shame around sexuality and around even our, our connection in particular. Yeah. And that it's also been the catalyst for a lot of like, I mean, a fuck ton of liberation around it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Is your experience similar? Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I was just, I'm just wondering if maybe part of it is because we both started having sex when we were so young mm -hmm. that, you, you know, like. how old each of you were? I was 14. Okay. I love, I was 15. Okay. But yeah, like listening to the podcast and like hearing these people that, you know, like waited until they were yeah. 18, 19. I never said no I never said no to anything bad. Like I never said no to any drug. I never said no to any weapon. I never said no to any legal activity. And I definitely would have never said no to any kind of sexual thing. Yeah. And, and because of that, like listening to an episode and you were talking about how being like having sex out loud. And when we start off having sex, we're like kids or like we have roommates. And so yeah. we just get used to doing it silently. Yeah. Anyway. So like, you know, maybe it maybe part of it is that because so much, we had so much sex when we were so young and then so many like weird circumstances where it was kind of illegitimate or unapproved of in some way, something like that, yeah. Yeah. that then to be able to just be like kind of unleashed mm -hmm. in this moment of our relationship. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's so sexy, but it's also so healing. Yeah, and in so that satisfying. Way. Yeah, and interesting because it almost like had to be something that wasn't okay, and then was okay to actually. Yeah. Or maybe didn't have to, but what yeah. from hearing you say this right now, yeah. what I'm getting is like almost that is something that makes it even more liberating. And because yeah. for me, there was also sexual trauma in there, and you know, just a lot of things that created a ton of confusion and shame and blame around how I was as a sexual being. Um, so yeah, yeah even, even if we get in trouble with my neighbors, should I tell a story? Yeah. This is not totally on topic, but I just think it's a really funny story in general. I am, I have a thing where like, I don't, I don't like, like, I don't have a thing where I like to, to like sneak and like almost get caught. You know how some people, same. I, I, I like, same. and, and what I realized it was recently is that I don't like someone else to be involved in my lovemaking, mm. you know, with, I, I mean, if it's like something that we set up, that's yes. different. I can be totally into that. Very different. But like, if it's, just, <laughs> so we, um, <laughs> if I could say, you know, we have really great sex and, Alice is very vocal uh -huh. and she's very, she has a very free throat chakra, mm -hmm. you could say, in, <laughs> in our sexual moments. Anyway, so during the summer and um, I was saying goodbye to her in the morning and our we live next door to this older couple, nice people. And I was saying, saying goodbye to, to Alice and um, the neighbor came out and she was like, um, I feel really awkward saying this. She's like, but when you make love, and she said it like that, when you make love, would you mind just closing your window, please? Because our bedroom is only about five feet away from your bedroom. And this is this, I don't remember if she said second or third night in a row that we, you know, we've been kept up. 
She oh also God. said, I'm really happy for you. Yeah, and that's true. That's very you forget that part. And, and she, she did say, and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, like she's like, you know, like people oh, need to hear this. Like yeah. they need to hear women having amazing sex. Like, you know, but, but then also like, maybe they're but, trying to sleep. But I also they're that. trying to sleep. But it, yeah. but it was no, like, was, and it was like ass spanking. Oh, and it was like, not just, it was definitely ass slapping. Like, <laughs> like exactly what you but think. The other, but the other funny thing, but the other funny thing is that I just happened to be wearing like this long Moroccan robe a la Osho kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like such a California moment. It was so funny. We like, like, I was like, I, I was, was just like, like oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. She was like, no. And she said, she said, I'm totally, you know, I love sex. I think it's great, but you know, just can you just close your? She's window? like, sometimes the grandkids are here. Yeah, that was the part that I was like, oh are, yeah. no, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, like, <laughs> but I was also like. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely like a wild child and it's like, you know, uh, yeah. people need to hear people having good sex. Like, right. But I'm, of course we've quieted it down. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that, totally. that's like a little, that's like Sometimes. one way that we're not totally. Although in, last night we had sex. sex in the yard. We did. That's true. <laughs> we built, I, we went you, to Home Depot and bought a bunch of wood and. <laughs> what a turn on. Yeah. It was such a turn on. And then. And then Sam built a bench, which was a very big turn on for me. And at some point I was watching him sand the side of the bench and just like he was like, like his arm, like if you could see me, it was like his arm was like really like aggressive. And he had like this sweat on your forehead and you like stunk like juicy man sweat. And I was just like, and I was just like getting really turned on. And then... The bench got done, which was also a turn on because you built like a fucking bench in like, I don't know, an hour. I was like, how did you even do that? And he had knee was pads it, on also. Was it a fancy bench? Had, oh, perfect. You had. You no, it wasn't a fancy. It's a simple bench. It's a simple still, bench, but still. Simple I was turn on for right. okay. a, long, a long bench. Yeah. Okay. And, but he had knee pads on because he has sensitive knees. And then I was like, I'm into those knee pads. And then he was like, well, you want to put them on? <laughs> and did you? So I put them on and then I got up on top of the bench with the knee pads, with the knee pads, which was Perfect. amazing because That's otherwise built the bench, right? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> otherwise what? Well, otherwise it would and be really like cool knee pads too. They were like, they're not like, don't think about like roller skate knee pads. They're like big tactical knee pads with like, like Kevlar plates. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was imagining. Yeah. 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 I wasn't imagining my pole dancing yeah. knee pads. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I got no, it. These I are got hardcore. The like, so it was amazing because otherwise it'd be super uncomfortable on hands and knees could on this wooden bench. Could you do like bench. spins on them on the concrete in these knee pads? You like could. You spin around and you then could. like, like I'm imagining like he's standing there nude and then, but like hard and you're spinning <laughs> around and then like going for the, like, like oh, insert now. <laughs> no, that wasn't quite that. Like a ballet, like no. a blowjob ballet. Ooh, a blowjob ballet. Yeah. No, this is more like, no, this is more like. This is more like I'm the worker. It was like, like gay hey, porn. It was like gay porn with like yeah. a man and a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was on all fours on the bed. So were you loud outside as well? No. no I was, I've learned how to like okay. really internalize. Like I had to really work on internalizing my, because for a long time it was like, I was really disconnected from my, yeah. like, so as a kid, I was very connected to my sexuality. Even when I was in like sixth grade, I like had two my boy, to my friends that were boys finger me at the same time. Very like, I have no idea why I even thought, I just remember like, we were all watching TV and it was just like one of those things where it was like, 
pulling their hand, like oh my God. made them both finger me. So there was that, uh-huh. but then I spent a large amount of time in my life being really disconnected and yeah. like really like I think from a lot of trauma and whatever just like so like would feel myself leaving my body during sex and so I had this like other time in my life where I was actually I was afraid to really embrace my sexuality and so and then I came back into it and it's like you know I'm loud and dramatic in general so naturally my love making is going to be pretty loud and dramatic so And over these years, I've spent time learning how to internalize and like ride those waves of energy without it having to be so explosive. And, you know, there's all these different ways to experience pleasure. So it's also like at first my reaction is to like, don't silence me. Like I want to be loud and, you know, expressive. But there's obviously these other ways of experiencing that. So last night I was totally, I didn't even, you didn't even tell me to be quiet once. No, that's true. But finish telling the story. And so... I got up on the bench and there's a window to the to the back to one of the rooms at the back of the house. And so I could also see the reflection because we had oh, these little hot. fairy lights around. Yeah. And so I could see. And so we set it up so I could be on the edge of it. And so he could stand behind me. In front of you first. Uh, you went down on me first. You oh, yeah. remember that? Oh no. Well now I'm remembering. But I was just thinking about the part where I was getting fucked from behind and that was so amazing. But yes, totally. Yeah. So you're in front of me and then I turned around and I went to the edge of the bench and you were fucking from behind. And it was really amazing and delicious and satisfying. Oh, and then, do you want to tell the glove part? Well, no, I was just, I was still wearing my, my work gloves. <laughs> so then we finished. Which work really well. The work gloves work because she really, especially when I'm behind her, she really likes me to hold her oh, hips yeah. Yeah. Like, really hard. Wrong. Like, did you finger her with work gloves? Just wait, we're getting to that. Okay. We're getting to that. Oh, God. Okay. So, no, it was like no foreplay. It was just like pull her yeah, pants yeah, down yeah, yeah. and just, yeah. just shove it in kind of, but I could yeah. tell that she was up for that. But um, hold, but like these leather work gloves <gasps> have great grip. Yeah. Yeah. So I could really hold her. And the feeling of her. that yeah. too. It's just oh, like, oh. Yeah. So then I, I didn't come. And then we stood up. And I was just like making out, like holding her face really hard with the gloves that I could tell that she was into. Yeah. And um, and then I didn't finger her with the gloves, but like how but would you, you like describe? rubbed my clit and like you gave me an orgasm. Like he was like pushing on my like, clit uh, and yeah. like yeah, like rubbing on it and like just pressing with the glove. But there were no splinters, right? Uh, about, no, definitely no splinters. And she really likes it. Can I say? Of course. She really likes it for me to just kind of like take all of it and just like hold it. Like, like my like grab, and like grab lips like and like, grab like all squeeze it, it. and like then kind of like tug on it a little yeah. bit, almost yeah. like being jerked off. Mm-hmm. Like as if my clit was a dick, but which it was, is so great. It was so yeah. hot because she was so turned on that I could feel her clit like throbbing yes. even through my leather glove. That's amazing. It was super hot. Oh, it was so the hot. power of a throbbing clit. <laughs> that might be the episode. Time. I was just, That's I just thought the same thing. <laughs> 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 so I have so many I want to hear many more specific details like that. <laughs> she's losing her mind I have so many specific questions I want to ask you but I think it is really important to hit on for those people listening who may have also encountered trauma in their sexual lives or who feel sexually cut off it might just be helpful for each of you to share your own 
mm. personal journeys. I know they're probably way long and could fill volumes, but you know, maybe a five minute mm. version each of what, you know, what helped you start to unlock yourself? Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I mean, technically I, I did experience some, uh, sexual abuse. It would be classified when I was, um, very little, just uh, a neighbor girl just pulling down my pants. And I didn't especially experience it as a trauma, but I'm sure that it had something to do with how sexualized I was at an early age. For me, I think that a lot of it is not, not religious in the sense I wasn't raised in any religion, but I just think that as a young adult, just getting involved in different like yoga traditions and stuff like that, where I spent, you know, many years practicing celibacy. And um, I think that it was, but I'm such a naturally sexual person that it's for me, it's been more of like an unwinding and as a man learning to make a connection that's not just where sex is not just cock mm. where sex is not just this linear thing but sex is the, the a lot of the healing has been about connecting the sexual thing to my heart mm. without getting you know too i don't know what what you'd say but um that's where a lot of the healing is and just learning how to like go into deeper and deeper states of vulnerability, which you could almost call like feminine, but at the same time still hold the masculine kind of energy at the yeah. same time. Yes. Something like that. Beautiful. Yeah. I love hearing about that. It feels so good. My experience has many layers to it. And I think it is something that I'll continue to, it feels like my life's work and part of my soul's purpose is yeah. to continue to uncover these layers of shame that are, you know, partially from um, some experiences that I don't have a ton of memory around. I'm pretty sure it's like a lot of early childhood trauma and my mom was intensely sexually abused by her father, who is a paranoid schizophrenic alcoholic, mm -hmm. and just lots of stories and hearing lots of stories about her experience and my grandmother being really sexually abused and physically abused and just like a lot of abuse mm -hmm. trauma that I, and then my dad being abusive with my mom and he wasn't physically abusive with me as, as far as I remember, but there's a lot of that energy just all around. And I think... I've even had feelings that my dad was sexually abused. And, you know, it's it's just like there was a lot of that kind of energy around. And I think, like I said already, there's there was a lot of, uh, like, sex, like, I became very, you know, I think also as a children can be in that. You know, I think it's really yeah. natural. There's um, polymorphous, what's the word? Polymorphously perverse, I think is a, for, I think it was a Freudian term that I found. And I was like, I love this word. I heard it through Marianne Williamson somehow, but anyway, but it basically is talking about like, like, like the, the, the pure energy of, of being turned on like that sexual mm. energy, but like as a kid that can experience it anywhere. Like I was saying yes. in the beginning, like in your leg, in your knee and with anything, you know, like with 
you know, like, I mean, if you've humped your bed as a kid, you know, like there's yeah. just like the, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be between two people. It doesn't have yeah. to be, it's just like something that's so pure and innate in all of us. I feel that with books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Like, totally. like, like, like humping the book or no, reading? No, no, no. When I'm reading, reading. like uh, sometimes yeah. I'll have yeah. moments of reading where I'm like, I don't need anything else. No. I don't need to do anything else. Right. I think it, it's also that pure satisfaction or like seeing a film, like an amazing yeah. film. And you're just like, yeah. oh, this is like better than sex. I mean, there's so, you know, like, yeah. and I don't necessarily, you know, whatever. Yeah. it's just as yeah. good as totally. sex. Totally. And like yeah. you hear people say that, but it's like really true. And but like, also with that, with you is the way that like, your whole body is really orgasmic too. That's how you were talking about it before. Too. Yeah. I want to hear about, I want to, I have specific questions about those orgasms. You yeah. can't just like casually say like tongue orgasm and heart orgasm and not give me more Solar details. plexus orgasm. Uh, um, well, let me just finish a little part yeah. about sex yes. trauma. I don't really want to talk about that for that long anyway, but there was this whole process for me and like very deep healing. I mean like major and continue to do like, tons of, you know, therapy and somatic yeah. healing and just like deep spiritual healing. I think that for me at some point, what was considered my tr like quote unquote trauma became mm. the doorway to my connection to God in a way that felt like women and some men or many men that I just haven't talked to yet, I don't know, have been experiencing for a really long time through yeah. their connection to nature and to then their spiritual connection that it was also found through the avenue of sexuality. And, and like I said, through for me, what felt like a disconnect. And I always say like, if you feel a numbness, like if you don't feel connected to your sexuality or to your pussy or to your cock, that's like, that's like, if you work on that and if you make it like, I want to experience amazing pleasure and healing around this part of me, you'll have so much more of a connection than someone who just like kind of always had orgasms yeah. and just like never really yeah. has to think about it. And then just like has orgasm, you know, you're going to make it like, you're going to focus on it. Cause you're yeah. going to be like, Whoa, I can't feel yeah. below my navel. What the heck is that about? Yeah. I can't feel what's happening there. And now it's like, I can feel if his cock, like, you know, I'm like, Ooh, I never felt that your cock in that part of my womb. Like, Oh my yeah. God, that's amazing. Like go more yeah. over there, you know, yeah. and continue to just be like, it's this infinite, it's infinite because it's so, so layered, you know? And so just like trauma is like infinitely layered, it, it's just the healing is infinitely layered, you know, and they're really interwoven in my experience. I think the other thing, and this might be relevant to listeners, I don't know, but like, it's like transforming the sexual acting out or like, we both have this like potential to like, I mean, we try to be conscious people, but like, we both have in us like unconscious sexual acting out that could be there. Mm -hmm. And instead of it being this thing that kind of takes us away from the light, we're able to actually use it to something to take us to the light as opposed, you know, we could either one of us really easily be like sex addicts that yeah. were just, mm -hmm. you I mean, know, I cheated like, on oh, like every like boyfriend I ever had, you know, until I have never cheated on you, but I, literally I've never been in a relationship mm -hmm. that I haven't cheated or lied or, you know, they're just, I didn't, there was just something about that that it was just unconscious. It's just yeah. taking that taking that powerful fiery energy and using it for for light instead of just yeah. for burning shit down. Yeah. 
and being really nurtured by it. And that's part of where I think the, why I can like, also years of deep meditation and somatic energy healing training that I've done that like, and just my own exploration of that, that, you know, I've been in, I've, I've sat for hours and hours with my fucking eyes closed being like, what, you know, not just reading about the solar plexus chakras and the heart chakras, but just actually feeling into what is my own experience mm. of these parts of me. And I think that there's some kind of connection between, and also yeah. all the years of yoga that I did, that yeah. wasn't just like for physical exercise, but it was to raise yeah. my consciousness, to yeah. bring consciousness to my pinky toe and my pinkies yeah. and, yeah. you know, all like the tips of your fingers yeah. and like the skin on my palms softening. And the fact that I can feel my skin soften, like in an orgasm, and then you could follow the skin softening in your orgasm to, you know, the infinite degree of pleasure yeah. and you know, so it's yeah. like I'm kind of a nerd, uh, basically, about like the body yeah. on a subtle level, and so are you. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's you could amazing. Say that. so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last quick question, or like quick: Was there a moment where you were like, "Oh, I'm choosing to walk down this path of healing"? Like, was there a clear moment where you're like, "This isn't what I want. I choose something else." No, I, I don't. I can't. Think if you don't have one, that's that. fine. I just yeah. like if because I just, for me it's, not around this, not yeah. around. Not Wait, around start your sentence story. over. I have mm-hmm. in in a big way, and it also is like a daily thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's just like you said, like not drinking or you know, and not that I have to like think about it all day. Like, don't fuck the homeless guy in the street, you know, but like. <laughs> I do like, I could fuck the homeless guy in the street. Like, I don't yeah. like, I might have a weird energy and I'm like, how do I, how am I attracted? Like, what's going on? You know, I sometimes often, like 90% of the time when I'm walking around in the world, this is almost too vulnerable. It's not even that bad, but I feel like kissing like 90% of the people mm. I see, mm. like in an active way, like I just think about kissing, like, and mm. they're anyone. Mm. And then I'm like, what is that feeling? Why am I trying to kiss everyone? <laughs> I mean, this isn't a sexual thing, but I, I can totally relate to that. I went through a period where I just really wanted to like touch people. Mm. And I lived in New York city at the time and being on the subway and I would get in these crowded subways and everyone would be squeezing me in and I'd be like, like, (laughs) just, just, and, and I still now, whenever I see a little girl, it could be a little boy if he has his hair braided, but a little girl that has her hair braided and you can see that line down her scalp. I have to like physically restrain myself from touching (laughs) that spot. (laughs) It is not a sexual thing at all, but like I, I definitely relate. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like certain realms of being like, there's like fairy realms or, you know, imagination and like all that kind of stuff. Like, I think it's actually real. Like, I think magic is real. And I think that there's certain states that you can go into where like, of course you want to kiss everybody in the street in a certain, you know, when you're in a certain place. It's been like a year and a half of me like having this impulse to kiss like a large percentage of people. I don't do it. Like, I have my boundaries. But I'm like, huh, that's a funny impulse. Mm. And for me, one of the moments, that big moment that I made that this is going to go towards my healing was like that, was that there was, I was turned on orgasmically for almost a year and a half. Like I just was like on fire. Like my pussy was on fire and I was not having sex. Like I was celibate and 
partially I was trying to be because I yeah. was really trying to heal. Yeah. But then at some point I was like, I don't even care. I'll just, I just need to fuck like anybody, you know? But I was so on fire. It was like men were almost like, like I remember going to the store. I lived in Topanga at the time and there was like this one little place to go to the store. And I just remember men being like so attracted to me, but not like, cause I could tell, like even like obviously like looking at me, yeah. but like not able to come close. Like they yeah. wouldn't even stand close to me. It was like, I was a fire. It was Whoa. so wild, but I was super turned on all the time. Like master, like I was just constantly turned on. And I think that that was like this <laughs> moment of just choosing like, this thing is so powerful. This sexuality that I hold is powerful. This is like, and I had to learn how to respect it and how to like hold it and contain it and how to like bow the fuck down to it. Because I was like, this thing could like, has started fires and will just continue to start fires the rest of my life. I don't learn how to contain it and how to use it in creative ways. And that's when I started like talking to my pussy and being like asking other women, like, what does your pussy say to you? You know, oh and they'd God, be like, oh my God, I don't know. I never asked. And, you know, <laughs> so it started all these cool conversations also, but that was a big moment where I was like, I could just keep, you know what I mean? Like just letting it go wild or I can let it be wild, but just in this way that's gonna really help me and help the world and help the people around me. Because that energy is also the energy that gives us life. It gives us power. It gives us the, the freedom to share our gifts and not you know be too afraid to do that. And so- and Just so many people are shut down sexual. I mean, so many people are just kind of shut down. Yeah. And oftentimes they're shut down sexually too. And that is like a huge medicine, yeah. you know, for the world, including for our neighbors, apparently. But like, yeah, and like I've stayed with people and I've traveled and taught, like, you know, I've stayed with this couple one time and they, she was newly sober and they've been together forever and ever and has explored open relationships and all this, but just weren't in a moment of having a sexual connection. And when I left and I told her like, hey, I know I'm not gonna sleep with you guys for the record, but I'm sleeping in the room next door. Like there's a lot of sexual energy going on in this little body. So just see what happens. I'm just yeah. going to like plant the seed. And obviously it can't, I don't know if it would always work, but it's happened to me twice where like the couples would be like, the woman would text me and be like, um, yeah, I had the best sex with my husband. Thank you. You know? <laughs> and when I work with women, sometimes that's what it's about because there's, you know, women that I work with also come to me and be like, um, my husband and I had you know, a threesome with somebody. We have two little kids and I can't tell anybody in the little town I live in because, oh, yeah. you know, I yep. told my one best friend and she asked me if I was a lesbian right. now. And oh, people yeah. have so, society has so many ideas about this stuff that people don't have a place to just, yeah. and I was like, congratulations. Yeah. People want to do that their whole lives and they die wishing yeah. that they did. Yeah. And like you did and now you have to, because she was, you know, upset because they had to end it and then there's grief. And right. But, you know, I was like, you still are really brave for doing that. Mm -hmm. And I've had people say that to me when I've done that and, and ended and grief and trauma and you know like not good stuff but like you still live in a way and yes. like you learn from those mistakes but like you know we all need places where we can be really open and that's part of why I love what you're doing with this because yeah. we get to be so open about yeah. all this stuff it's that incredible. can just feel so it feels powerful it yeah. feels magical to me yeah. like I do me yes too. I'm like there yes. is a magic to it we're bringing, for sure we're bringing Sex magic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have an idea that I think is going to be really fun. We're going to go. Can we tongue kiss? Uh, you totally, yeah, do it. Just tongue kiss. Tongue kiss. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for like the past 10 minutes. Do it. They're tongue kissing. I'll describe what it, okay. I see her tongue going in his mouth. Now she's biting his lower lip. Wait, is this weird? Is it weird that I'm narrating? Because the podcast can't see. They're laughing. There's tongues going back and forth. His hands kind of like caressing her hair. 
And now her hand is in his hair and she's touching his face and chin and cheek. And now I can't really see their mouths because they're nope, now her fingers in his mouth and now she's smooching him. <laughs> okay, uh, back and forth. I want you to tell each other things that we've got a boob. <laughs> My tip, Bella. Yes. I want you to tell each other, <laughs> tell the listeners something sexual you love about your partner. And we're going to go back and forth. Who wants to go first? Okay. They both pointed at each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, this isn't a hard question. I was just trying to think, like, where does... We're going to go... We just got, like, really high in the levels. There's levels We're going to go back and forth a few times. You guys may chime in on each other. And then I want to, just so you know where we're going, head to a fantasy. Wow. Great. I love the way that your cock is shaped. And I love... What is it shaped like? It's shaped... It's just so perfect. It's like, it's shaped like exactly the way you would think a perfect cock is shaped. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel my cock kind of like listening to your. Like, and it's, and the way that it leans to the left a little bit, like it's like, like subtly curved to the left, but just very subtle. And I feel like it hits my G spot, and like like just having your cock in my pussy, like it goes to the exact. They're like goes kind of my, perfectly shaped for yeah. each other. Yeah, it goes to my G spot, and I also just love the color of it, and the, just the way that it's like a little bit darker in some places, but the color is just so beautiful, and the way it smells, and I just I love <laughs> your cock so much. Okay, Sam. I mean, I was. I was going to say a similar thing about your pussy, like how much, you know, you said before how I said that I love the way it smells. I love the way it smells. I love the way it tastes. I love how your clit is situated. How and is it situated? It's like, it? it's like situated sort of on the, on the top, but what I was going to say was the way it gets, it's the way that it gets swollen. And I love it when I'm like sucking it and I feel like I'm sucking your cock. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. I love that. Too. That's a great and way like to go it, down like on it people, comes by like, the way. Like just it, take a note, <laughs> suck on it like that. That's nice. Like it comes all the way, like, and sometimes it extends. Um, I love when I'm sucking on your clit. And it's almost supernatural. Like, I don't even understand it physiologically, but it will, like, extend into my mouth. Like, I actually, like, I can feel it against the roof of my mouth kind of It is sex Kind magic. of thing. And, um, like, like that, like, just the whole formulation of it is so powerful. Okay, what's a favorite either position or, like, specific moment? of your sex lives that you remember? Well, the first thing, there's so many, I but know. the first thing that pops into my mind is something that we tried recently that was the first time. It's also amazing because there's, I don't know, oftentimes I'll be like, I can't believe we've never done this before. <laughs> like, how did we never think of this? But because we've had sex a lot in this, even in this short time, but we had anal, I was, but facing one another. Yeah. And I love that. I had Were never you on done, top? Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. And just to be able to kiss, like I said, our mm. our tongues together is like, that's why I couldn't answer the question for like 
two minutes before because I get super high yeah. just, just like kissing. Kissing, kissing. It's like it's I can so have good. an orgasm very easily. I'm yeah. like wet right now just from kissing you. And oh, and us talking about this, but yeah, having anal facing one another, so like we could look at each other and our heart, we can feel that heart connection, and that was like I was squirted. I came so much, like crazy, yeah. like great, like more than I ever, more than I ever came before. I feel like it was when we did that. We've only done it once, too, twice. Okay, and and also if it's the time that you're thinking of. The other thing about that, I'm going to, I get to say a different one, but I just want to comment on that one is that, is that you were smiling and it was like such a, it was like such a deep, like raw, out of control orgasm, but you were orgasms, but you were like smiling as, as you did it. And we, that is the, just because of how we are with, with birth control and protection or whatever that's the one way that I will freely come in her mm. and we got to come together like that like looking into each other's face and smiling that mm. was like really sweet it's so sweet and beautiful I have another one too wait no he has to do his first and then you can have another one <laughs> so a specific moment um just before coming in here when we were in the parking lot she really wanted to put my cock in her mouth and it was just like a special, you know, like I said, I'm not into like sneaking, doing in public, whatever. Yeah. It was just like for a moment, but like her mouth is just so good. Yeah. Her mouth is just so wet and so good. And that was really sweet. And plus, because you haven't caught, like we had sex last night. We had sex. We've had like more, really like, full on sex twice. And I, 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 I've, I've held my orgasm this whole time also, so. Ooh, I'm kind like of, I'm a, of I'm a loaded gun. <laughs> and it was only, it was very brief too. Cause there yeah. was the, the parking attendant was yeah. lingering around and I was trying to be. So you have another one. The other one I have to share was when, cause we've used toys a little bit. <laughs> we haven't even gone back to it. It's almost like we had this one moment that was so good. We had to almost like block it out. Cause we're like, we're never going to stop doing this. If we like don't, we can't even <laughs> it was remember. Like ruin our life. It was going to ruin our lives. So, and it was using a sex toy. I mean, it was basically double penetration, which I have, oh. you know. And I was bent over the the dining room table, right? Mm-hmm. And I, your cock was, I don't remember what the configuration was. Where was the toy? My cock was in your butt. And, yeah, and, and the, the toy. And then he, you the had toy the toy. The, and it was yeah. vibrating. Vibrating oh, in my pussy. So and you were fucking me in From the behind? ass. Like, From behind. Oh and it was like we went into like a like a rainbow because I've also during anal <laughs> yeah. sex sometimes I one time I get rainbow vision where I saw rainbows I during see, it. I see strange. I don't know how to describe. I see sometimes it's a kaleidoscope. Sometimes it's a city. Sometimes it's a tree. Yeah. Sometimes mm. it's like shapes. Totally. Yeah. It's yeah. like we tune into like rainbow. Like I get like rainbow vision. <laughs> like I'm just like, and he's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, but I'm definitely, my brain is like not functioning. But anyway, in that moment, there was like just so much, like just so much pleasure. We were both afterwards like, we were like laughing. Like we were like sitting there laughing. like we had just both like come together so intensely and the vibrator was like still on <laughs> and we were just like laughing like, is this, still is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were like, is this like, this is like too much. Should be illegal. Like should it was so illegal. good. Yeah. Like this should not even be legal. It was so good. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Another thing I feel like we haven't got, we haven't really gone near again since then. 
It was really good. It's like one of those things where you just want to savor it. It's like you don't even yeah. have, you just like, I got to savor that one for a while. Like, I don't need to go back to that. Just like, let it. And I, I would just say, just in general, I mean, this happens a lot, but just like 69ing with her on top and just having her, her pussy and her ass and just everything and just her smell and her body in my face while my cock is in her mouth. It's just, that's just such an awesome do you feel like you can focus with 69ing or is it just like pleasure on all ends? Yeah. I, yeah. We, I know that that's, that's, a, that's an issue with 69ing. It's just like a different experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I just like it because our bodies are so together yeah. and sometimes we'll kind of take breaks. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll just stop giving for a moment and just purely receive. Right. We mm -hmm. kind of like go back and forth like yeah, that. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah. It's like kind of a dance, you know, or yeah. then certain moments you link in yeah. and yeah. it's like, especially if you like come at the same time or it's like yeah. a best oh, way to say it. And it's just yeah. like this circular energy yeah. flow. Are you, know? you usually laying on top of him or are you on your sides? You, I like it. He really likes top. it when I'm on top yeah. in 69. Yeah. So yeah. we oftentimes do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fantasies going forward. What are your hopes, fantasies, shared or separate, for your sex life? I had this one specific fantasy, and it just came up. And whether or not this is actually a real thing or not, whatever, it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Yeah. And it's but it's very technical, and it's just she has her her tailbone and her sacrum are like one of these areas where like I could go down on her sacrum and her tailbone. And like make her sacrum orgasm, and my pussy, and your put, but like I through the yeah tailbone sacrum area. Yeah, yeah. But what like, do you mean? But like <laughs> my like if he's like making like if he's like making out with my tailbone, I could like feel the energy from my tailbone moving Holy through shit, my womb and like down into my sex organs and my clit and like there's like a flow of. Yeah, energy that I wow. can feel that could make me orgasm. So one of my fantasies is like I am either going down on her pussy. Yeah, mostly like I'm going down on her pussy and there's another mouth going down on her tailbone yeah. at the same time. Or somebody else is going yeah. down on her pussy and I'm doing yeah. that. But that's that's one fantasy. Love. I would say I have so many. Um, you don't have to tell all of them. It's not comprehensive. It's not yeah. a test. Um, <laughs> it's just a sampling, a sampler. sampling, sampler platter. A sampler, a sampler platter. <laughs> Tasting menu. Well, one of, I, I came through from listening to one of your um, other episodes of this was is the stranger when when what yeah. I can't remember what episode, but she was talking about being a stranger on the train. Oh, that yeah. is like definitely a fantasy that we have not done that yeah. I definitely I am like super turned on by that. By like like role playing. Yeah, like role playing and and that like I don't know you and like just having this connection and you know I that, that I that to me is something that I'd have to think about what the specifics would be. I uh, but I'm not sure that, you know, yeah. I, I've yeah, I'm not sure that it matters, but they're, you know, maybe it's like, yeah. I love that. And just like to like having another woman or having another man, like giving like something we have experienced before, like is 
I've given him a blowjob with another woman at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that was just like one of the highlights of my life. I'm assuming one of the highlights of your life. Yes. (laughs) Even just kissing at the same time. Yeah. Like, so like there is that, I have a lot of fantasy around that kind of thing, like other people. And I also just have a fan, like, so like, and like someone sucking my nipples while you're, fucking me or you're eating my pussy and like just you know all of that and And kind of for both of us part of that fantasy is that arrangement also being very nsa like very no strings attached like very like no sticky no drama and like yep yeah and and so that's why that's why we're happy for it to stay in the fantasy realm yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. For that. the time being, until I mean, who I knows. mean, it, yeah, who knows? But it would have to be, yeah. It's definitely like, yeah, and I think also something we haven't done a lot is even just like exploring talking about that while we're making love. Like, I think that yeah. can be like just to talk about oh, that so happening. Hot. Like, oh, yeah. she's da da da, and yeah. like because we're both so yeah. fantasy oriented, yeah. we could easily do that. Fantastic. Will you give us that. an example of how that? Because we haven't done that. So he would be fucking me and. I would be getting really turned on and he would be like, no, imagine this. So like if he was, say, ass fucking me, because we had a rule that was he was the only person allowed to have my ass. And so it was like, imagine I'm anchoring, I would be anchoring you like this and we would find a bull and it would be someone you like and he would be on top of you like this and I might command, you know, he might be allowed to kiss you like this and then I would, and so he would like, paint the picture of the threesome or he'd be like, and if you were a really good girl, maybe you would have, maybe we would invite a woman and she would be like, sucking one of your tits and maybe I'd be grabbing the other one and then telling her what to do and mm, yeah. or maybe we would have you blindfolded and then different men would come take turns mm. and these are fantasies tailored yeah. to what he knows that I'm while like. while he was fucking. while he's fucking yeah. yeah yeah and he was real like he's just amazing at at mm. dirty talking in the moment because I, I never experienced mm. it as part of my sex life before and so while it's a fantasy that I like theoretically would love given the perfect circumstances to make real it's not something that i had time or energy to go out and like pursue the puzzle piece to make it fit so we never got around to it but it was so delicious i think i didn't understand until that relationship like the power of fantasy and how good Mm. it can be even if it's not specifically realized in that way Mm. and also i think it's like planting a seed to the universe to be like but like if the circumstances work just saying throwing that out there Totally. Mm. Totally. And I think like, I know the danger of that in terms of like, like we've experienced some things and had a lot of like negative backlash. So there's also like, that's also part of why I think I've been kind of cautious to like, cause it really has to be such a good circumstances and people have to know how to communicate and like so many things that I actually have learned quite a bit from your podcast from a couple episodes where people really like were super enlightened in that realm of communication and relating and polyamory, like all that kind of world that can be like really traumatic and yes. dramatic if, if you, you don't, don't know, know what how you're to, doing. if you don't know what you're doing. And yeah. so there's something about that. And then and I part, have, part of it is like, just, I wish that I could almost just like morph myself so that I could like, oh my you know, God, eat your pussy yes. and like kiss and your mouth I at the same like time. sometimes I feel like you can though. Like sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm like, wait, what's going on? Like, I do feel like, how are you? Like, I, I feel different things happening at once. What's sometimes, the God but. with all this? Give this Ganesh. Who's this? With all the uh, arms? A lot of the, a lot oh, of the oh, Eastern, yeah. a yeah. lot of the Maybe Eastern deities have like multiple arms. Multiple arms. arms. But I need yeah. like multiple mouths. And sometimes I, t- you do need multiple mouths. That's <laughs> true. That's very true. And I'll like, you know, yeah, those sometimes I don't, I don't think I've ever said this, but there's, you know, this, 
in the Eastern tradition, this goddess, goddess Lalita, and she's oftentimes depicted as like this, the pleasure goddess. And so like, I've been making love and like really tuned into her energy. And like, so it almost can feel sometimes like there is another being there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's weird. I've never actually told you that. So there you go. But I also have one last thing that is more of a personal thing of like an all women like orgy. Ooh. That like I just you know I just have never experienced that I've been to like what do you mean how by orgy many, yeah like yeah. how many people oh like I don't know maybe ten or twelve love yeah. and because I've been to sex parties like when I lived in New York I've gone to you know things like that I've explored that world and I, you know I'm kind of into people watching me upset like yeah. I'm all, I'm kind of into all that but I don't know maybe because I've done it I'm like. It doesn't totally, it's not on my list right now, yeah. but that's yeah. something that I haven't experienced of just like all women just being in that like soft, like furry, feminine, like. Yeah. Uh, Me too. Like, like I would like to just dive into that pile. <laughs> that would be one of my, that would be one of my fantasies. Obviously. They wouldn't even have to be giving me a lot of attention. Even if I just, just like yeah. roll around in it. Like I'm one like of those, a fuzzy sheepskin. Like a, I would love, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I would even just, I would go to like a naked snuggle party. Yeah. I know yeah. like people can't keep their hands to themselves. Yeah. Like it's dicey or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. I think like. <laughs> it I'm, does because I've been at so I'm many festivals where that's I'm not into Burning Man. Like I'm not into festival because I get too overstimulated by, by people. But I'm like, if I could just teleport into one of those tents. Yeah. That I hear about. Yeah. I I'd have and like really consent, you know, like just really consensual. Yeah. And like, I mean, I do, I think for me, it is like a woman thing. Cause I've yeah. been in like cuddle tents and like, I'm just always like, I'm super grossed out for mm. some reason. Like, I don't know, but there's I just, just, yeah, there's something about it. There's that, something about the like lack the of boundaries. People, or, the actual people that end up in those that's, things yes, or something. That's you the know. difference between the fantasy and the reality. Yeah. Yes. But exactly. I, I have yes. fantasies around like curating people yeah. and being like, you're yeah. invited. Here are the other people yeah. that would be, a, you know, that have been. Just, right. just that's like what that. I mean. Like I doing know. things like, yeah, yeah, like consent and like all these and things that are actually really a turn everywhere. on and people that are really awake. And she, like, what did you say? And, she, and then there's sheepskins. Yeah. 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 Rolling around. Everyone takes home their own sheepskin yeah. as a memento. They smell weird afterwards. And just like idea. a couple women, like women. On, I mean, also like, I also do feel like I have a fantasy. I'm sorry. This will be the last one. I know I, you were like, but I do have a fantasy of like for you of just like, me and like maybe two or three other women like and you know sexually I don't even know like that would be a part of it but just about like loving you Mm. like I have this Mm. fantasy of just like hands like massaging you and just like like wildly Mm. loving you without you know like I'm sure like there'd be a sexual thing and because I'm sure you'd be hard and like maybe you know but it's like the fantasy doesn't even have to go that far like I'm super turned on with this fantasy of like just to, like me and a few other women just like loving mm, you. I would and, be so into that. You know, just yeah. being massaged and like just, yeah, just like loving you so much. Beautiful. I feel like that would, I would be. I just love that. Yeah. That's like a fantasy oh. of mine too that I've had in the past that I'm always like, how can I make this happen? But I'm <laughs> like turning me into a werewolf. Yeah. But even just like purely <laughs> massage, like even just like not a sexual thing, you like, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. and then like they leave and then and we then can have can, wild yeah. sex. That's, like, yeah. I feel like that is doable. Like yeah. in terms of, I mean, I feel like the whole thing is doable because I'm doable. Yeah, insane. But the other thing of just even us all, like a handful of women, like massaging you and then, you know. Naked though. Here's a question I have <laughs> for Sam. Why not? If, Say that was a given situation and you have like three or four extra priestesses yeah. around in this fantasy. <laughs> now, 
you're like me and you're a little bit shy, but if it was like a consensual organized situation, how would you feel about them just like watching from each corner of the room or something? Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be really fun. I mean, like, like watching Alice and I, Yeah. Oh, I'd be so into that. Yeah. Like, so like everyone, I'd be so into that. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Cause like, I'm really into that when it's like sanctioned, Yeah. but public stuff where I might get in trouble or make someone else uncomfortable or get caught. Like I'm like, ah, I shut down. No, if it was like a thing where like somebody was like consciously wanting to watch us have sex, I would be really into that. I like that fantasy. Yeah. Especially, uh, I mean, we almost feel like we keep feeling like we should like to like help people. Not, yeah, to, like, no, yeah. truly, because we both I really are amazing at making love, and that. it's like there's a part of it that feels like this is unfair. Like <laughs> I work with so many people that like don't, yeah. you know, they yeah. just don't, and I for him too. Like yeah. I'm like I want you to like show men how to eat a pussy and. You know, like, well, and amazingly, and, you know, there is this feeling where, like, should we teach classes? Or, you know, (laughs) there is, like, we definitely feel like that sometimes. Because, and just even watching, you know, it just seems like it's so wild and so good (laughs) and so liberating. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, I have a final question for each of you. I ask this at the end of all my podcasts. If you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of sexual advice, what age would it be and what would you say? I think, I think I would go way back and I would go way back and encourage young Sam to, um, one, be a little bit more confident and because I can think of all these examples of like my earliest sexual experiences where, you know, like there's just always this assumption that you like do the bases thing. Like yeah. you just try to see how many bases you can go through and just, you know, she'll stop you yeah. earlier than you want to be stopped. Yeah. And I think because I was kind of a sweet guy, a sweet boy, um, I think oftentimes I would be in situations where she wanted more and I stopped mm early Mm -hmm. because I was not shy, but just assume, I don't know, but to just like have him be a little bit more confident, but also to just really soak it up because those early experiences now are so sexy to me, like looking back and like, you know, it's kind of like that thing of like, oh, I wish I would have like, you know, recorded that on more of an HD kind of level. Yeah, like you in know, your brain. Like, in, yeah, yeah, in my in my brain at the time. And I wish I would have gone for it a little bit more because mm-hmm. I think she actually wanted mm-hmm. something more. Yeah. Love. It's summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> On the porch. I feel like for me, I would go back to Alice at like, I think like early teen, I think like the most awkward, like self-hating moment when I was probably like 12 and like, like kind of getting breasts and like that being weird and kind of being like, I hadn't like gotten 
taller yet. So it was kind of like felt stumpy. And I feel like that kind of shaped a lot of like a lot of shame. Like I kind of soaked up a lot of um, fear in that moment into my body and into my experience. And, you know, maybe being kind of made fun of a little bit here and there for what I looked like. And like I had glasses and I don't know, I was always like kind of popular somehow, but also just, it wasn't even about that. It was about how I felt. Like, I don't even think it was accurate to like what was going on. I think my version of reality was like very skewed. And because even looking back, I'd be like, whoa, I thought I was fat and I was like skinny. Like, it's like weird how distorted I was like compared to like who I was and what I thought were literally two different realities. And I think that that split really kind of, made me feel so uncomfortable in my body that I didn't allow myself to enjoy sex or feel good about having sex. And I just did it. Like I was like, okay, you know, like, yeah, you have sex. That's what people do. And especially for me, because I did like a lot of things that you weren't supposed to do as a teenager. I mean, did a lot of drugs and, you know, all that. And so it was like, sure, of course I'm going to have sex and then I'll have sex with someone else. And, you know, just doing a lot of that and, I think like just not enjoying it. Like for a long time, I just gave blowjobs. Like I didn't even have sex because I just wanted to like, I don't know. I was like, I didn't even realize that like I deserve to have pleasure as much as like a man. And I just like, I gave out lots of blowjobs and like didn't have sex a lot because it was almost like, yeah, like, well, let me just get you off. And then we could like, we don't have to like deal with this anymore. You know what I mean? Let's get this out of the way. Yeah. And like, I know you're going to want to fuck me because like, I never hung out with a man that didn't, which was part of my experience. And so I just was like, well, even though I just wanted, I'm going to cry thinking about it. Even I just wanted to be friends with somebody. I like would just give them a blowjob. So then we could just like hang out and like be friends. Yep. And I think that there's like something in a lot of that of just like one owning my own pleasure, you know, and like Mm. really like, yeah, like going after what I wanted and also being able to say like, I don't want to give you a blowjob. I just want to be your friend or whatever it is. So, yeah, I feel like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I knew I was going to cry a little bit boring, (laughs) (laughs) really beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) are there any other words that need to be spoken i feel really grateful for like the ways that you and i have come together and like have healed a lot of that stuff that i'm talking about and Mm -hmm. have come into a lot of fun around sexuality and a lot of like you said a lot of healing and a lot of light and being that light in other people's lives in in, Mm -hmm. even if it's not you know we're not necessarily having like orgies at the house yet but like you know just being in that healing energy in general which also transfers to our sex life but you know, our sex life really fuels a lot of the healing work that I feel like I do with people and having that masculine, like having that masculine energy in my life right now in this positive way, I really just want to say I'm so grateful for it because I've done it and I know I could do it on my own, but it's not as satisfying. And it's, uh, it's actually a lot easier (laughs) having, (laughs) having someone (laughs) like you that is just really loving and healing and also like amazing at making love. And so I just want to say thank you for Mm. being really open with me and for just being who you are. 
Yeah, and I, I would say also, you know, like sometimes I'll describe you as like a female version of me in, in a certain way. And, and what I, I don't mean that in a narcissistic way, but just in terms of sexually, like as a man, you know, so often the typical kind of suffering of a heterosexual couple is that like the man wants more sex than mm-hmm. the woman does. Mm-hmm. And there's like this mismatch there. And we don't have that. Yeah. And that is such a, um, it's so interesting to just be so sexually matched, but also like satisfied in a way because then it does reveal all these deeper layers to the relationship. Yes. Also, because Beautiful. it's 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 not like that's out of the way yes. because it's not like something to be put out of the way. Yeah. But it's like to just experience what that's like, where if anything, I think that you probably want more sex than I do, mm-hmm. than I can even like keep up with. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really beautiful in a certain way because it allows me to relate to all women actually in a different way mm-hmm. because I, I'm not like just walking around hungry mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like so many heterosexual men, quite frankly, are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, beautiful friends, for coming to share, like, literally some of the most intimate parts of your relationship with me. This is my favorite. Thank I love you so this. Thank much. you. It's such a gift for us to have a this space where we can share it and not feel judged and just feel yeah. so, like, positive. You know, it's really it's really sad, honestly, how few spaces there are out there in the we're world. We're making the spaces. But we're making the spaces. We're making the spaces so we don't have to be sad anymore. Yes. Yeah, no, but totally. also, like, not fetishizing it either. No, yeah, I mean, not that yeah, there's anything wrong with it. fetish, but like, no, just but just meaning like, yeah, that it it also doesn't feel like it's something that's like obsessed or something. Like, I want to mm-hmm. talk about it so that yeah. it like so we so we can yeah. talk about our fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so it's yeah. like, totally. yeah, yeah. Okay, friends, my loves, that is our show for today. I love you guys. Listening are just this fucking sweetest bunch of people. Like you're writing me such nice things. I'm getting lots of questions on Instagram. So feel free to hit me up at sex stories podcast or my personal at wildly. So feel free to hit me up there or you can visit sexstoriespodcast.com to find all the places to listen or write me an email, or you can always email me directly at sexstoriespodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't left a review yet, please go hit up iTunes and say something nice. Give us five stars. Like spread spread the word. Help people find us. You guys are amazing. I love you. <laughs> go out and tell a sex story.